0: Welcome into the PFF NFL Daily. Today, discussing the very best playmaker in the 2021 NFL Draft. Sam has an interesting take on this one. It's all brought to you by DraftKings. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code PFF to get your shot to turn $1 into $100 when you bet on any team to hit a three pointer in any basketball game this week. That's promo code PFF for new customers to get a shot at 100 to 1 odds on any basketball team to hit a three point shot. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, Michigan, or Virginia only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana 1-800-9-WITH-IT or in Virginia 888-532-3500. All right, Sam, you're grinding the film on this NFL draft class. And you were talking about a player right now that you think could be the very best playmaker
1: in the draft. Who is it? It is Kyle Pitts, uh, tight end. You know, ostensibly from out of Florida, um, Pitts might be the best receiver in the entire draft. In name
0: only. Let's get that out there, right? Tight end in name only.
1: Yes, Pitts might be the best receiver in the entire draft, regardless of position, um, ahead of wow. Jamar Chase, Devontae Smith, Jalen Waddle, whoever it is you want to put as the number one wide receiver. Pitts might be better than all of them. Um, if you just put on his old Miss tape, the first game of this season, that alone should put him in the top ten in terms of draft picks. He had like caught eight of nine passes for 170 yards and four touchdowns. And it wasn't just those numbers, but he demonstrated this complete skill set, run after the catch ability, you know, catch point skills, The just the absurd um, ability to adjust to slightly off target throws. He was absolutely incredible in that game. And that was his season. Like he was just phenomenal. And yeah, he's not perfect. He's got the same kind of flaws as guys like jamar chase but his upside is absolutely ridiculous
0: we'll talk about chase in a minute because we have to have more than one option we're not necessarily in complete agreement here but let's discuss Pitts as a player because again i was half joking about he's a tight end in name only we've talked about player comps for him before like i really struggle thinking about a player with his body type listed at 6'6 240 but just long lean uh, with that type of athleticism, body control, are there any legitimate player comps for Pitts?
1: I think he reminds me a little bit of Aaron Hernandez, the way he moves. Um, and I think there's a little bit of Travis Kelsey in there as well. He might be a better athlete than either one of those guys, uh, or at least comparable, but that's the kind of thing we're talking about. And there's extensive tape of Florida splitting him out as a wide receiver, as you know, either a single wide receiver way out on his own or in the slot Wasn't just lining up as an inline tight end, but he has that kind of athleticism. And I honestly think he's like developing, he's one little bit of nuance in his vertical outside releases away from being genuinely uncoverable. Like if he, every now and again, he doesn't quite have a plan on how to get past corners and stack them on the outside, at which point he's done but So he gets, he gets hung up on contact. He lets cornerbacks get into him and sort of slow him down and negate the fact that he can run past them. But if he develops that, and that's a really pretty simple thing to, be, to get, if he gets that, you can't stop him at that point. Like At that stage, he can run past a cornerback vertically. He can beat people inside. He can work inside and outside. At that point, he's like the perfect NFL weapon.
0: I, I don't think I've ever seen anybody targeted in the red zone. As not a, not necessarily as often as Pitts, but just like you knew it was going to him, he's a like, You knew that Kyle side. Trask, yeah, like Kyle Trask was going to throw the ball to Kyle Pitts in the red zone, and teams still did not have an answer. You mentioned that Ole Miss game; Trask legitimately. This is why, like, Trask was a good player. Like, he had a good year at Florida, but then you have plays like he just threw it up into double coverage and Ole Miss, and Kyle Pitts just went and got it. I, I think you know people make the basketball comparison a lot for football prospects. He feels like that guy who's like, you've got good, great, uh, good rebounders and like great rebounders. Like the guy that's going to, Dennis Rodman, that's just going to get 15 rebounds per game and just be that much better than everybody else. Is that Pitts when it comes to contested catches? Because he does it every which way. He knows where the ball's going. He knows how to get his body there. He knows how to, you know, use his body, high point pointed, all of that, right? I mean, is he the best contested catch guy that we've seen in recent years?
1: He's really, really good at that stuff. And also even... So everyone, when you think contested catches, you think of those kind of crazy jump balls where you go up and high point the football and elevate ahead of everybody else and sort of snag it out of the sky. He's also good at contested catches where you sort of post up your body, uh, you get your body between the the defender and the ball. And then he's really good at extending his arms as far as humanly possible out in front of him, whereupon the guy behind him just can't make a play on it. The, The closest that guy can come is trying to, you know, knock down his arms and try and get involved. But just the sheer distance he puts between his own body and the football when he's catching it buys him half a dozen catches a year where other players wouldn't let that. It just, they just wouldn't catch it because it would be contested. So those are kind of passes that we don't think of really as contested, but are. And he's phenomenal at those as well. It, just this, the physicality or the sort of the physical difference that he has over guys trying to cover him Reminds me of those, you know, like video games where there's just there's a way of winning. You know what I mean? There's just something there. there's like a, almost like a glitch, a move that's just too powerful. Bo Jackson and Techmo right. Bowl, and you just you literally cannot stop it. That's what uh, Pitts is, particularly in the red zone, a shadow of the goal line. If if he's one on one, you have to overset to something because he's too he's better than you. So you either take away the slant, at which point it's an easy pitch and catch on the fade. Or you overset to the fade and he just cuts inside and has an easy slant touchdown. He's completely unstoppable.
0: He ran a whip route against Kentucky where he was open by about five yards. And again, this is not the body type where you're supposed to run that little in and out. That's a whip route, in and out, right? Um, So just to finish up the Pitts discussion, I make this joke over and over again. But when Michael Vick got drafted, they said, I'm going to make him a West Coast quarterback, right? Uh, when Rob Gronkowski joined the box, they said, well, he's a tight end, right? Bruce Arians, he's a tight end. So he does, you know, tight ends block. That's what they do. I mean, if you draft Kyle Pitts, there has to be a plan for him. Mike Renner hates tight ends, hates putting him in the first round. He put Pitts in the top 10 in our draft rankings because we're assuming he's not going to be playing inline tight end. He's going to be an all around playmaker. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I don't think there has to be a plan for him, right? There are, there are definitely players that you cannot draft in the first round unless you have a plan for them. Tavon Austin is a great example of that, right? Look at all these things he can do, the jet sweep stuff, he's so athletic, he's so fast. We'll just draft him and figure it out later. Nobody ever had a plan for what to do with Tavon Austin, and consequently, he hasn't been very good in the NFL. I don't think you need a plan for Kyle Pitts. I think to maximize what he can do, you should have a plan. But if you just played him as a tight end, and particularly if you did it in a sort of Travis Kelsey style, a tight end that's gonna play in the slot a little bit, gonna split out wide sometimes. You know, if you just use him in 2020 receiving tight end style, I think he's still gonna be incredibly good. But to get this sort of game-breaking cheat code player, you should have a plan.
0: I mean, that to me that is having a plan, though. I mean, it is it is te- it is saying week to week, I will put him in the slot, I will put him outside. It's it's something. Say the Bucks, for instance, just don't do that a whole lot with their tight ends. Um, to me, you have to do that a little bit more. Yes, to maximize Kyle Pitts. Now, we've talked a lot about him. I'm still going Jamar Chase, though, as the best playmaker in the draft. I know I wanted to give you a chance to, you know, talk about Kyle Pitts and how great he is, but Jamar Chase has 14 touchdowns of 20 plus yards. That's the most in college football over the last two years, Sam. And Jamar Chase did not play in 2020. So he's leading that with all just from one year of action. And I think he is much like Kyle Pitts, really good at the catch point, um, just knows how to get open. We talked about him as the best wide receiver prospect on one of our previous episodes. So I'm still going Jamar Chase as the best playmaker in this draft. And it seems like the more you watch, the more you just like to uh, like the most recent guy
1: a little bit better. Well, people tell me that Jamar Chase can't separate or uh, beat physical contact at the line of scrimmage, Steve.
0: Oh, those people are absolutely wrong. He's a bigger Antonio Brown or a Jordy Nelson. Those are my two comps, and I'm sticking with it. So I think he's going to be an absolute baller on the outside and a guy that can win at every level of the field. So I like Jamar Chase, in part because the wide receiver is probably going to have more opportunities, but I think it's a a 1A, 1B situation between Chase and Pitts. Is that fair?
1: Yeah. I mean, I I think Chase, Pitts, and Devontae Smith are all very, very close together, and it's really a case of who's minor flaw do you want to quibble with the most i think there is something to the idea that jamar chase does you know get hung up on contact a little bit and he's not this he's not as physically overwhelming as you would like a receiver that good to be you know he isn't he doesn't have a julio jones body type and size and speed um smith it's a case of how much do you care that he's like 170 pounds, right? It didn't really matter in college, but is it going to matter in the NFL? And then for Kyle Pitts, it's he's a tight end. How much do you care that he's playing essentially a less valuable position in theory, overall, ostensibly? Now, you know, Travis Kelsey was like the third most valuable wide receiver and tight end combined this season, so it's not like you can't be valuable at that position, but generally it's less valuable. So which one of those is the biggest turnoff to you?
0: I've checked out the hashtag, let us know. Hashtag. Oh, yeah. Not seeing a lot of PFF stuff there. So Hmm. let's let's consolidate it. Hashtag PFF Daily and let us know who do you think is the very best playmaker in the 2021 NFL draft? The PFF NFL Daily.